with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening and welcome to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. You're jingling. I'm jingling. (laughs) I hope so. Uh, This is our three-year anniversary show. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Never thought we'd make it this far. If I remembered, I would have brought you something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is also our Christmas show, so we are going to do something completely different <laughs> tonight, and we are going to be reading Sherlock Holmes' The Night Before Christmas, which is a radio broadcast from December 24th, 1945. Oh, I remember that. I'm sure you do. So grab some cocoa, relax, and enjoy Sherlock Holmes' The Night Before Christmas. All right. This episode from the life of Sherlock Holmes will be transmitted to our men and women overseas by shortwave and through worldwide facilities of the Armed Forces Radio Service. Ghost Chronicles brings you Anne Kerrigan and Ron Kolick as Sherlock Holmes and Watson. Ghost Chronicles and the Petrie family, the family that took time to bring you good wine, invites you to listen to Dr. Watson tell us another exciting adventure he shared with his old friend, that master detective Sherlock Holmes. Well, right about now, you're probably taking a little breather in your last-minute rush to get everything ready for the big day tomorrow. Children have been put to bed to wait for Santa Claus, and there's a tree waiting to be decorated. And, oh, a million and one things which must be done before morning. I'm sure you have all got your Christmas shopping done. It's pretty hectic rushing off at the last minute to take care of Uncle Charlie or Aunt Bertha or Cousin Sam. But if you must get something, just remember that you can always dash over to your wine merchant and get a bottle of Petri wine. Or better yet, a whole case of Petri wine. Petri wine is a swell gift, and I just thought a little last-minute suggestion might be of some help. And now I'm sure our good friend Dr. Watson has been waiting for us, so let's go in and join him. Come in, come in, come in. Door opens. Wait, door opens. (laughs) Uh, Ah, there you are, Mr. Bartell. (laughs) Door closes. (laughs) Oh, say, Doctor, I can see you're going to have yourself quite a Christmas. Big tree in the corner with colored lights on it. Where'd you get those? Table covered with presents. You must be mighty popular. Uh, Well, they aren't all for me, my boy. You see, I'm having a Christmas party tomorrow for my housekeeper's little nieces. Oh! I'm going to dress up as Santa Claus for them. (laughs) Well, I'm sure you'll look very convincing in the part. Oh, by the way, Doctor, I uh, brought you a little present. Oh, really? 
Here it is. I hope you like it. Oh, it's so good of you, Mr. Bartell. I've got one for you, too, here somewhere. Oh, you mustn't open it until tomorrow. Here you are, my boy. Thanks a lot, Doctor. And, uh, how's about tonight's story? Last week you told us you'd chosen an adventure with a lot of Christmassy atmosphere. Yes, Mr. Bartell. My story begins on another Christmas Eve many, many years ago. To be exact, in 1886. At the time the adventure occurred, I must confess I didn't quite understand what was going on myself. In fact, I never did quite make head or tails of it until Holmes took pity on me later and explained the whole thing. But I shan't try to confuse you, Mr. Bartell. I'll tell you the story exactly as it happened. Right you are, Doctor. Let's go. Very well. On that Christmas Eve in 86, I was standing in our Baker Street rooms, dressed in the costume of Santa Claus. Holmes, his long, thin fingers pressed together, lay back in an armchair and gazed at me quizzically, while our housekeeper, Mrs. Hudson, stood by the door and... Well, Dr. Watson, you make a grand Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he does, doesn't he, Mrs. Hudson? Try on the beard, Watson, old chap. I am afraid this is going to be a little uncomfortable. There now. Uh, How does it look? Oh, you look just like the old man on the Christmas cards, Doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Watson. It really becomes you, that cherry twinkle in your eye, that ruddy collection, complexion, and er, the appropriate girth. What a shame we now can't obtain some snow and a sleigh and a reindeer for you. However, I'm sure Mrs. Hudson's nieces will be very much impressed. Uh, they will that, sir, and it's very kind of your doctor to offer to come over to the house with me. With their father in the hospital and my sister at his bedside, it would have been a very miserable Christmas without ye. Oh, I shall enjoy myself, but I think I'll take this beard off before we get there. Ah, that's it. Are you ready to leave, Mrs. Hudson? I am, sir. Will I get a cab? How far do we have to go? Oh, Lexington Gardens, number 28. It's just off the Edgware Road, Doctor. Oh, it's not that far. But bearing in mind my costume, I suppose we'd better take a cab. Aye, sir. I'll get one. Holmes, what are you going to do with yourself? I hate leaving you alone on Christmas Eve. Oh, don't worry, old chap. I'll spend a profitable evening writing on my new monograph. Oh, what's this one about? An analyst of teeth marks on a pipe stem with a particular character indicated. Oh, gracious me, how exciting. (laughs) Well, I must be going. (laughs) Don't forget your sack of presents, old fellow. Oh, great Scott. No, no, no. Oh, and when you come to distribute them, you'll find that I took the liberty of adding a few little tinkets on my own behalf. Well, that's very thoughtful of you, Holmes. Door. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Open the door. Oh, excuse me, Dr. Holmes, Mr. Holmes, but there's a gentleman to see you. Says he's an old friend of yours. Here's his card, sir. Oh, thank you. Oh, it's old Whitcomb. Splendid. Ask him to come in, please, Mrs. Hudson. All right, sir. And I hope your party is a great success, Mrs. Hudson. Thank you, sir. Are you sure you don't want me to stay now that you have a visitor, I mean? Oh, no, no, no. Indeed, no, Mrs. Hudson. I can show the gentleman out by myself, 
You go off and have a good time. Thank you, sir. I wonder what Lord William wants. Perhaps I should stay and give you... No, no, please, my dear fellow, certainly not. Eh? You've come far more important work to do. Whitcomb probably wants his revenge in chess or something equally as innocuous. Off with you, my dear fellow, and enjoy yourself. Oh, very good. Just the same, I wish you were coming with me. I'll see you later. I shall be there. Ah, come in, Whitcomb. Hello, Holmes. Oh, evening, Watson. You make a very convincing Santa Claus. Are you leaving? I'm afraid so, Lord Whitcomb. Well... Good night, then. Uh, good night. Good night, sir. Door. Close it. How are you, Holmes? All alone on Christmas Eve, eh? Chuckles. Yes. Who would come? I'm glad you came to see me. <laughs> what is it to be? An evening of chess? Or have you unearthed some recent treasure of medieval poverty or pottery, whatever it may be, that we can discuss? Neither, Holmes. I've come to you in your professional capacity. I need help. <laughs> oh, come now. Whitcomb, you don't tell, don't tell me that. After all these years of quiet friendship, you're going to be my client. Yes, I'm afraid so, Holmes. Though I doubt that my problem will be an interest you very much. It's hardly up to you, rather colorful standards. Er, care for a cigar? Oh, oh, thanks. Sounds bad for a minute. Now, dear Whitcomb, what is the trouble? Well, I decided this year to have a little Christmas party in my townhouse. I'm quite comfortably off, as you know, and it occurred to me that I have several relatives and friends who are not as well off. I'm having a party for them tonight, Holmes, and I'd hoped you'd attend it, disguised as Santa Claus. <laughs> oh, my dear fellow. I've adopted many disguises in my time, but Father Christmas was never one of them. Why do you want me to attend your party as disguised in any case? Are you ashamed of your friendship with a private detective, or do you consider my features more acceptable when buried beneath the depths of a snowy beard? Now, my dear Holmes, do take me seriously. I'm not joking, I assure you. Oh, of course you're not. Of course you're not. You uh, want me to attend a party disguised. Why? I'm given some very valuable presents. Er, diamond and onyx cufflinks, platinum and ruby earrings, and such like. And I wrapped each of, one of the presents in blank notes. <laughs> Dear me. What are these, where are these presents now? In a sack, in charge of my butler. I was going to dress up as Santa Claus and give them out myself until I got a warning letter. That's why I've come to you. Warning letter, eh? Yes, I received it by this evening's post. Listen to this. <laughs> My dear Lord Woodcumbie, your generosity with Christmas presents borders in ostination. We do not approve. Either we receive 5,000 pounds in souvenirs 
at post restate box 379 by 6 o'clock on Christmas Eve, or I'm afraid your Christmas party will be conspicuous by its absence of presence. Let me see the note, Whitcomb, will you? Yes, here you are. Thanks. Hmm, plain paper, torn from a penny notebook. Writing is obviously disguised, and it... By George, yes, Whitcomb, I'll accept the case. I'll come with you to your party at once, and furthermore, I shall follow your suggestion regarding a disguise. Dressed as Santa Claus, I shall be less likely to attract suspicion. I'm delighted, Holmes. But what made you decide so suddenly? This writing, my dear fellow, this writing. Though it's in a false hand, I know the characteristic M in my dear Whitcomb. I've seen it too often in the beginning of a signature. Moriarty. Moriarty? Who's he? Oh, one of the cleverest and most unscrupulous criminals, criminals in England. Whitcomb. <laughs> there is no time to be lost. It's, let me see now, 6.30 and a half of an hour beyond the deadline given to you in the letter. There, we must go to your house at once. This is as far as the cab can take us, Doctor. Here you are, cabbie. Here's five shillings for you, and a Merry Christmas. Oh, bless you, Governor, and a Merry Christmas to you, too. Uh, you said you wanted to get into the house through the back way so that you could surprise the children. Ah, uh, yes, I thought I'd pretend to come down the kitchen chimney. Oh, you can get to the back of the house by going up the alley here. I'll go in the front door. Splendid, splendid, Mrs. Hudson. Which is the house? Number 28. It's the third one down the alley, Doctor. I'll have the back window open in no time, and you can slip in without any of the bayons seeing you. Very well. Gloomy little street, I must say. Maybe. Sounds like a church organ. Hello. Where's that music coming from? Oh, it's from the temple across the street, Doctor. The disciples of the octagonal square, they call themselves. What on earth do you suppose that means? Oh, some newfangled cult heathens, most likely. Hello, hello, hello. I'm not the only Santa Claus abroad tonight. Look at that fellow across the street over there. Oh, dressed like yourself, Doctor, and carrying a sack, too. Oh, he's running up the steps to the temple. Great Scott, he, he slipped on the ice. I wonder what his hurry was. Here, here, my man, let me help you up, sir. Oh, be careful now, doctor, dinner trip yourself. Here you are, sir, now give me your hand. Uh, thank you for a silly of me, wasn't it? Oh, we Santa Clauses have to help each other, you know. Up you come, that's it. Whoa! Oh, gracious me! Oh, Doctor, I told you to be careful. Now you've fallen, too. Oh, it's this confounded red coat of mine. It tripped me up. Oh, did you hurt yourself, sir? No, 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 I'm all right, I think. Uh, how about you, sir? 
Oh, I'm all right, thanks. Silly of me to run, wasn't it? Uh, here's your sack, sir. Thank you. Good night and Merry Christmas. Good night. Same to you, sir. Same to you. Oh, he went into the temple. Must be a disciple of the octagonal square. You're sure you're not hurt, doctor? No, no. Of course not, Mrs. Hudson. Give me my sack, please. Thank you. Your sister's house is a third one down this alleyway, you say? I'll hurry and open the back window. Yes, I'll be waiting for you, Mrs. Hudson. <laughs> this is going to be rather fun. What a shame Holmes isn't with us. Oh, well, he's probably happier having a good game of chess with Lord Whitcomb. Bronson Square, eh? And dear old Watson is just around the corner at Lexington Gardens and hasn't any idea what's I've left at Baker Street, that I've left Baker Street. Yes, er, here you are, Cabby. Thank you, sir. Merry Christmas, sir. Listen, listen to that. Carol singers. Yes, we'll probably have our fill of them before the evening's over. Door opens, door closes. Good evening, my lord. Uh, have the guests arrived, Hargrave? Most of them, sir. They're in the library. You brought another Santa Claus with you, I see, my lord. Another Santa Claus? What do you mean? The gentleman arrived three quarters of an hour ago, sir, dressed as Santa Claus. I took him to your study, my lord, and showed him the sack of presents. Confound it! He's got here before us. Where's the, where's the study? This way. I hope I didn't do wrong, my lord. You told me that a gentleman dressed as Santa Claus would be coming here. Dear me, the gentleman appears to have gone. Yes, and the sack containing the presents is with him. But he can't have left the house, my lord. I've been watching the front door. Yes, and while you were doing that, he slipped out through the window here. The catch is undone. Hargrave, describe this man. About his appearance, I'm afraid, sir. He was just a Santa Claus, just like yourself, but I did notice one thing about him, sir. Sorry about that. I was enthralled with the catch. <laughs> oh, what was that? He lisped, lisp, sir. 
It was quite pronounced. Of course. Lou the Lisper. Who on earth is Lou the Lisper? One of Moriarty's most trusted accomplices. Fortunately, though, I've had news of him lately through the underworld, the grapevine. You are know where he lives? He's reputed to have some connections with a new cult that calls themselves the Disciples of the Octagonal Square. Their headquarters is just around the corner from here. Then let's go there at once. Of course. And Hargrave? Yes, sir. Get a message to Scotland Yard as fast as you can. Ask for Inspector Lestrade and tell him to join me at the Temple of the Octagonal Square in Lexington Gardens as soon as possible. Oh, the children are awful excited, Doctor. I told them you just came down the chimney. I'll slip the beard on and then I'll go into them. There we are. Will I announce you, Doctor? Yes, yes, please, Mrs. Hudson. All right, sir. Oh, my God, Santa's coming! Oh, my God, Santa! Yes, I'm like, whoop, holler! Quiet now, children. Quiet. Santa Claus has come to see you, and he's brought you all presents. Hello, hello, children. Hello, Santa Claus. My name is Elise. Did you bring me a present? I did, Elsie. I'll look in my sack in a minute, and, uh, what's your name, young man? Herbert, they call me Bertie. Did you come down the chimney? Yes, Bertie. I bet you had a good time doing it. You're so fat! <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't be rude, Bertie, or Santa Claus won't give you your presents. And what's your name, little man? Lionel. I've got a cold. Oh, Yes, I see you have. Well, children, gather round me and I'll see what presents I've got for you. Ah, uh, the first present is for... Well, this can't be right. It says, for her grace, the Dowager Duchess of Dooley. You should give us our presents. Come on. <laughs> oh, do you suppose Mr. Holmes has been playing a practical joke on you, Doctor? Well, I suppose so, but I can't see the point myself. But he did say that he'd added a few trinkets of his own. I want my presents. Then supposing you take this, Elsie. Oh, cool, thank you. <laughs> Me. And, and, and this one is marked for the Reverend Arthur Carter. I wonder what Holmes is up to. Ah, uh, here you are, Bertie. Cool, thanks. I've always wanted to be Reverend Arthur. <laughs> and this is for you, Lionel, because you've been a good little boy. This isn't very big, is it? I wanted a dog. Oh, you wanted a dog. Good gracious me. Well, I'll bring you a dog next year, Lionel. Buzz, 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 buzz. buzz. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Present. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, Mrs. Hudson. Look at the wrapping on these presents. Doctor, why, they're 20-pound notes. Great Scott. Oh, cool. Look what I got. Now, let me see. Why, cufflinks. 
And diamond and onyx ones, unless I'm very much mistaken. Got some pretty earrings. Look how, how they sparkle. Let me see those. Ooh, oh my gosh, those are so pretty. They're so sparkly. Gracious, I swear that these are platinum and rubies. What in thunder's going on? I want my earrings back. Give me back mine, too. Well, here you are, here you are. Dr. Watson, what do you suppose has happened? I don't know, Mrs. Hudson. Perhaps my toys are still at the bottom of the sack. I can't understand it. I wish Holmes were here instead of dozing in front of our fire in Baker Street. Where are you, Holmes? Here, in the bed. Oh, by the bed. I could be in the bed, too. <laughs> Who knows? This is the only room in the temple that gives any signs of being lived in. I think our bird has been here, but I'm afraid he's flown with Inspector Lassard. Wish Inspector Lestrade, I guess his name is. Uh, strike a match, will you? What going? Right. My match is better. Uh, here's the candle on the table. Ah, just as I feared. Look at the bed. A red coat and a beard? Yes, Lulu Lisper has discarded his disguise and gone with him, I'm afraid, are the valuable presents. Oh, wait a minute. Here's a sack lying on the floor. Oh, no, this isn't mine. Look what's in it. A toy dog, large box of chocolate, little girl's doll. What the thunder? Why, this is Watson's sack. But how on earth could Lou the Lisper got hold of it? Somewhere, somehow, he and Dr. Watson must have made an accidental exchange. And Lou the Lisper is no doubt trying to track Watson down at this very moment. We must work fast, Whitcomb, while my friend's life and those of Mrs. Hudson and her relatives are in danger. Won't be worth the little tinker, damn. Doctor, you can't break off your story there. Oh, yes, I can, my boy. Before I go on, I thought we'd have a glass of port just to <laughs> freshen us up. Oh, well, that's <laughs> something different, of course. All right, wait. I already did it. I'm supposed to do it over here. My mic's here. Hey. Clunk ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Back to the story. Okay. Uh, instead of talking about pork, pork. Instead of talking about pork, as I sometimes do, it'll be nice to drink it for a change. There you are, my boy, and a merry Christmas to you. Same to you. And now, what happened next, Doctor? 
we left you at the children's Christmas party and Sherlock Holmes and Lord Whitcomb at the corner of the temple at Octagonal Square. Oh, yes, Mr. Bartell. Although, at the time, of course, I had no idea what was going on. There I was, cheerfully handing out gifts worth, well, not a king's, at least a baronet's ransom, while outside the temple of the octagonal square, Holmes and Lord Widcombe were talking to Inspector Lestrade of Scotland Yard. And that's the case in a nutshell, Lestrade. Yes, seems to be, Lord Widcombe. You've been whispered to get in touch with Scotland Yard when you first got the warning note. We could have nabbed him when he came to your house and pinched the snack of pre- sack of presents. Lestrade, this is no time for postmortems. We've got to reach Lou the Lisper before he finds Dr. Watson. Do you suppose he can do that, Holmes? It wouldn't be difficult. Lou the Lisper is nearly as clever as his master, Professor Moriarty. The chances are that you were followed when you came to Baker Street tonight, Whitcomb, and it's equally likely that Watson and Mrs. Hudson were followed when they left it. Moriarty seldom leaves anything to chance. Well, where did Dr. Watson go tonight? 28 Lexington Gardens. It's just around the corner from here. Well, then let's go there at once. And frighten our quarry away. No, 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 Lestrade. We must use a subtlety, a little subtlety, in fact, instead of a big one. Uh, now Lou the Lisper wishes to recover the sack of presents from Watson. How would he invade the party with the least possible trouble? By, er, by dressing up as Santa Claus again. No, no. I think he overplayed that role for one evening. Well, then how would we he try to get in, Mr. Holmes? Oh, come now, Lestrade. What group of people can enter any house on Christmas Eve without an invitation, without creating suspicion? The carol singers. Exactly, my dear fellow. I wouldn't be... It wouldn't... I wouldn't... Somebody wouldn't. I shouldn't be at all surprised <laughs> that if th- this very moment Lou the Lisper and some of his gang are singing carols outside of 28 Lexington Gardens. Well, then, what are we going to do? We'll form a rival, rival choral society. How many of your men did you bring with you? Three. A sergeant and two constables. Wearing great coats? Yes, Mr. Holmes, but why? Good. They can hide their helmets and pretend to be singers. Come on, let's go over there and while we're walking, we'll rehearse our carols. We must appear reasonably convincing. Sound your A, Lestrade. Your A.
Keep me far right on your back, Santa Claus. No, no, you mustn't make Santa Claus too tired, Lionel. That's all right, Mrs. Hudson. Hop on, Lionel. Hop on. Oh, wait. Christmas was a care Oh, they're singing carols outside the door. Oh, isn't that nice? Can't they come inside and sing for us, Santa Claus? Oh, yes, of course they can. Ask them to come in, Mrs. Hudson, will you? All right, sir. Oh, come on. Let me get on your back, too. Oh, now, now. Take it easy. Oh, there we go. Okay. Right. I want to see your reindeer, Santa. See my reindeer? Well, they're up on the roof. Well, I'll climb up and see them. Oh, no, no, no. You mustn't do that. Uh, they're asleep. Oh, here are the carol singers. Off you get, children. There we go. That's it. Now, good evening, gentlemen. Good evening and Merry Christmas. Would you like to sing some carols to the children? After that, I'm sure you'd like a drop of <laughs> something to warm you up. Well, thank you, sir. We'd sir like that. Haven't I met you somewhere before, my man? Uh, no, sir. I'm sure you haven't. Uh, come on, then. Let's sing Good King Wesselflas. Good King Wesselflas, baby. Let's see further. Well, here we are at the house, Mr. Holmes. Now what? Good King Wesselflas. Listen. Aha. Uh -huh. Lou the Lisper and his men are already here because King Whistleslaw is sung with a whist. Uh, are we going in there now? In a moment. Now, men, you have your truncheons handy? Yes, Mr. Holmes, we're ready. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, that copper sounded like matching. <laughs> Splendid! Now remember, when we're inside and I yell, Merry Christmas at the top of my lungs, we'll bring out the truncheons and get Lou and Lisper and his gang out as quickly as possible. Don't arrest them until we get them outside, Lestrade. I don't want to frighten the poor little children. Right you are, Mr. Holmes. We're ready. Just give us the word and we'll go in and get them. Good king, Ah, that was very nice singing. And now, how about something to warm you all up? That won't be necessary, Dr. Watson. See through the door, Sammy. Now all of you stay right where you are. Who are you? What do you think you're up to? Please don't be difficult, Doctor. All I want is the jewels of my sacks that you stole from me tonight. 
You try and stop me and I still have to hurt you. Why do you talk so funny? You got a cold like me. Shut up! No, doctor, where are the jewels? First Noel. Oh, curses! There's the Markel singers outside! Shall I tell them to go away, Lou? No, better let them come in. If we don't, they might get such a business. <laughs> All right, Lou, I suppose you know what you're up to. No, no tricks, Doctor. If you try and give an alarm, I shall have to get rough with you. Well, I don't mind about that, but just remember there are children present. Door opens. How are ye, matey? Do you you were here before us, hey? Hmm. Well, would you say we join in a little uh, cowl for the nippers, hey? Well, all right. What do you want to sing? How about? Hawk the Herald Angel sing, eh? All right, all right. Ermen, let's sing. Hawk the Herald Angel. Hawk the Herald Angel. Christmas. Oh, God, no! What the heck? No! Stop! Stop! Dr. Watson, what's happening? They're all hitting each other with truncheons. Here, you can't do that. They're all going away. They're dragging each other out. Hey, hey, come back here. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, we're the What in thunder is going on? I'll explain it to you later, old chap. Lassad! Yes, Mr. Holmes. Whatever your name is. I don't know what name. Lassad! Yes, Mr. Holmes. Take him to Scotland Yard and uh, prefer charges. I'll be over in a little while to give evidence. Right you are, sir. Too bad we didn't catch Professor Murray, too. Well, at least we have some of his cohorts. I'll see you later. I wish I knew what was going on here. Is Moriarty mixed up in this business? Yes, Watson. I'll tell you all about it as soon as I've straightened this thing out. Oh, Whitcomb? Yes, Holmes? There are 20-pound notes that used to be used as wrapping for all your gifts, and they seem to have scattered all over the house. Uh, Do you want me to recover them, too? Uh, no. From what you told me of the children, I think their parents could use the money much more profitably than my relatives. In any case, I can replace it. A very generous Christmas gift. Well, children, did you enjoy the little game we staged for you? 
It was a lot of fun. Yes! I nearly died laughing when they started hitting each other. Ha! Ha! We excitement. Oh, dear me. Ha! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it, children. And now I uh, want to show you, show me the presents you received, please. I got these pretty earrings. Oh, they were part of the game, too. A nice little girl like you doesn't want silly earrings, Elsie. Instead, here's a beautiful doll for you. Cool. Her eyes open and shut and everything. And what did you get, my little man? These! Oh, cufflinks. Good gracious, who wants cufflinks? It's like getting underwear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you can have a clockwork train, do you want to exchange? Train? Lord love a duck? Yes! <laughs> I, I wanted a dog. There's one for you, Lionel. A nice woolly dog. Oh, cool, he's lovely. And here you are, children. Here's a nice big box of chocolates, too. You can all share them. Oh, love me! What a night! I ain't had as much fun since Granny got her fingers stuck in the flood hole! <laughs> what the <laughs> what does it mean? I don't know. I, I still don't understand what what's a, going on, Holmes. Oh, really? I don't know what a flood hole is. <laughs> I don't know what a flood hole is. Either. <laughs> but I must say, this has all the earmarks of being a happy Christmas. Ah, uh, yes, dear fellow. Mrs. Hudson? Hi, Mr. Holmes. How's that turkey coming along? You know I love turkey. Oh, sir, it'll be ready in a few moments. Splendid. And while we're waiting, perhaps the children will oblige us in something we haven't heard so far all this evening, a proper script. <laughs> yes, yes, I know what you mean. A Christmas carol that really sounds convincing. How about it, children? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. right here in my little home. There on the table is a beautiful little Christmas tree. There's a fine fire in my fireplace. My two dogs, Neo and Kobe, are sleeping peacefully at my feet. And best of all, I've got the love of every child in the neighborhood. 
Yes, I've got a great deal this Christmas Eve. Lots to be thankful for. And what with the troubles of the world on their way to being settled, it looks as if this is the brightest Christmas that I've ever had. Well, that's how I feel about it too, Doctor. I hope that all our friends listening in are just as happy this Christmas Eve as we are. And speaking not only for myself, but I know for all of us, from Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, we wish every one of you a happy Christmas from the bottom of our hearts. And the Petri family, too. And Petri <laughs> wine. Petri family. And God, I need some. Get some wine. <laughs> okay. And that concludes no, well, our no. radio reading. Our radio no. reading. Not the show. Not the show, though. Christmas, guys. We, we'd like to give credit. I, I don't know if we can pan cameras. It's very possible to, to pan in on some of these people that are with us. And we'd like to give credit to our readers who did such a interesting job. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> the kids that you see here with us today, and, of course, we have lovely Jan, Jan. wife, in the middle. Somewhere. Maybe we can get her. That's all right. There's Jan in the There middle. she is with Where the stupid reindeer ears on. That's the lovely with her ears. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, we would like to thank Jan for coming all the way down and, and filming. She had no tonight. choice, I was driving. She had no choice. And then now the rest of the kids I'd like to thank, we'd like to thank. And every all the kids here are in our uh, East Bridgewater Community Television Multimedia Club. And they help us with all these productions, they crew with us on this show. All the time. They announce baseball games or <laughs> They do anything we can um, twist our arms to do. So starting from the end, I'd like to introduce, we have uh, Jack way down on the end. And then Sean. And Ooh. then Amanda. Come on, get in there, Amanda. There she is. <laughs> and then over to Sam. There Hello. we go. Sam. Otherwise known as our wonderful And then everybody you, that you don't see on on the set with us um, in the control room, we have Russ, Zach, who could, Ryan, we couldn't do the show without him. We could not. Oh, no, and uh, Liz and Kathy and Kathy. <laughs> Liz, Kathy, 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 and Kathleen. Mm. Ryan's in here. He's our floor director. I didn't forget you. Don't worry. <laughs> we wouldn't forget you, um, even no matter how hard we tried. <laughs> But anyways, you know, Christmas is coming, and is that a big thing in your 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 family, you guys? No? It is, it is, yeah, pretty big, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you're, you're pretty old now. So let's start with the one on the end. What was the, the best gift you can ever got for Christmas? Don't think too hard, it hurts. He got stuck with the first one, so you guys actually can think of this ahead of time. My parents are wonderful people. Probably my dog, I'd say. Your dog? Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. What's his name? Uh, Her name is Speedy. Speedy? Yeah. What kind of dog? A Boston Terrier. Oh, cool. And what about you, Sean? Uh, Money. (laughs) Money. (laughs) I knew it. Yeah. And what about... No video games? Money. (laughs) And what about you? Oh, gosh. Um, The year the Wii came out, uh, my dad had it under a tarp, and he lifted it up, and I cried. Oh. Oh. What was it? Oh. The Wii. The Wii. It's a video game. A Wii? Oh, yeah. Wii. Oh, that's nice. Wii, like W-I-I. Wii. Nintendo Wii. No. Stop. Wii, Sean. Yeah, it'd be W-E-E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, St. Jana? What was the best gift you ever got? 
let me see. You. Every Christmas <laughs> just as wonderful. I can't pick any one particular thing out, but going back to my childhood, it wasn't Christmas, but I got a brand new bicycle for graduating from the eighth grade, and that was That's super nice, wonderful, terrific. Gift, I know. We'll give it to you anyway. <laughs> yeah. A funny story about Jen is when, before we got married, the poor girl, I bought her a hope chest, and I had it downstairs in where we had our Christmas tree, and I brought her over, and she didn't even notice it. <laughs> well, his mother's hope chest was right next to her, and he kept saying, CC. Yeah, I see. It's your mother's hope chest. No, over there. No, totally, <laughs> totally wasted on her. Now, what about our good friend here, Sammy? Um, I have to say it was the archery set my dad got me two years ago. Really? Um, I am a huge geek, so I'm a big fan of um, Hawkeye from the Avengers and Kate Bishop as well. So uh, when my dad got me the archery set, you know, I felt like I could be just like them. So um, I got into archery. I'm still into it. So that so was one really of the best things I am a little bit. I haven't done it in a while just because I've been mixed up in uh, school and such. But yeah. um, So if we put an apple on the ant's head, you could shoot yeah. it. Oh, no, 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 no. We're Thanks. not going to. I love Ant too much. We're not going to do that. Put it on your head. <laughs> if, we, if we do it to me. I'm just guessing. Remind me not to get Sam mad. She'll come at me with a bow. Yeah, like the archer. Yeah. What is that? Arrow? Arrow's the superhero, right? From which one? DC, it's Green Arrow. Yeah, Green Arrow. Yeah, yeah, the guy there. Marvel, it's Hawkeye. Um, I know you're much older than them, so... Well, slightly. Uh, I received many wonderful Christmas gifts. Yeah, don't cut it. From... Uh, Can you think of one that really stood out? My husband and my kids. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, the one that I still have and I still use to this day, and I was so surprised to get it, it was the first Christmas that we were married. And uh, it's my KitchenAid mixer. Really? Yeah. Nice, yeah. Of all things. And um, I love it. To this day, I still use it, still working, and um, we've been married 32 years. Right. Nothing says loving like a major appliance. I know, right? <laughs> it was an awesome appliance. But, mm-hmm. and, uh, but I mean, you know, I've gotten some very... What about you? One of the coolest things I got, in fact, I still have it up in the attic, was this giant destroyer. It was probably <laughs> three foot long. Really, and it had uh, it had turrets on it and diff chargers, and and you could it was battery operated, so you could turn the guns, and they fired real projectiles, not like oh, today. Oh, cool! So you could actually injure someone with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's Back great. in the day when, when kids present. were kids and they had fun, you know, awesome. we, we'd go out with sticks and stuff. And, you know, we lived, but whatever. Sticks. Yeah, sticks. Back in the sticks and rocks and stuff. Yeah, we don't have to worry about it. And you know what? The other thing is like. We used to go out and we'd play, and we knew when the street lights came on, it was time to go home. So we did that, and it's it's not that way nowadays. Everybody's, you know, of course, they all have phones anyways, and your parents are, get your ass over here right now. Shh, shh, you can't swear. It's not a swear. Yes, it is. It's, it's a part of anatomy. Anatomy. You can't say that on public access. Oh. Stop it. All right, I didn't say that. All right. <laughs> all right. He used a potty word. Yeah. 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 There are really? children in here. I'm Birdie, a child, um, and you can't swear. <laughs> Birdie, a child. Oh. Well, we'll, we'll put that out so no one hears it. a child. He's traumatizing a whole generation of children. Of course. Or young adults. Yeah, but we can whip them out anyway. Swear so when Grandma got her finger stuck in the plug hole. <laughs> so I still don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. I don't want to know. I just I don't want to know. I'm hoping it's a faucet. I'm it's hoping it was a fire. Like a hole. It's a drown. Oh, that makes sense. I never thought of it. The the, the drown. I mean, she stuck her finger in the in the in. Can I say that? <laughs> she stuck her finger in the dike. 
I don't know if I can say that on TV anymore either. You can't anyway. say that either. Jeez. Um, you so, me. Horrifying. <laughs> can I put my shoe back on? Put your, put your shoe back on. All right. So when Ron Ron called me um, and said, I want to do something different for the Christmas show, for our, for our anniversary show. Yes, we did. He suggested this script, and I, I thought that it was a very interesting idea. Yeah, until you heard it. Until I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun, and I hope that... You all enjoyed it, and uh, I know we still have five minutes left. So oh, that's all right. <laughs> we, can, we can always sing, you know. I, I, oh, God. I'll do, I'll do a solo. Who would like Ron to uh, revisit oh, Santa Baby from last year's Christmas show? What? No. 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 Um, no. But you, you're right. This is, this is our third year we've been doing these shows, right? Mm-hmm. And we've been often imitated, but never Duplicated. Duplicated. <laughs> Duplicated. Exactly. That's the word. That's mm-hmm. what we're looking for. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, as crazy as this show is, people like it, I why, think. Why? I don't know. Do you think clue. anybody's watching? Is anybody watching? <laughs> well, we don't have a chat room, so they can't chat. Wait a minute. <laughs> Do you know that this month we had 113,000 downloads on iTunes? Isn't that amazing? Well, the voice of God just spoke. <laughs> the voice of God just spoke. What did you say to us? The FCC may be watching. The FCC's <laughs> watching. <laughs> and that voice, of course, you might recognize that voice as the voice of Santa Claus from last year's Santa Baby. Who's <laughs> Santa this year? Yeah. We have no Santa. No, no. Santa. We're all we Santa. all have Santa. We all have Santa hats. It's like Bob That doesn't mean, it doesn't make us Santa. Santa. So, I am Santa. We, we have You're been not doing Santa. Santa. I am. Ann and I have been doing these shows for like three years, right? One v one year box, right? Three year anniversary. And we've done a lot of interesting shows. And what to you was your favorite one to do besides this one, of course? Oh, God. Besides this one? Yeah. I don't think anything could other top Santa Baby last year. Santa um, Baby was that good. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but the magician, um, the the amazing Viano. Oh yeah, that was that one of the was, early this ones. Was so much fun. Yeah. That was early, early. That was our first first six months, I think. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite shows, of course, was the Relic Show. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, you can never forget Who the relic show. Who can ever forget the relic show? If you think I tried I to in, burn it out of my memory, I get in trouble for bleeping this out. Um, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't know. We've had so many in between. We had. Um, I enjoyed doing the uh, the Rutland one as well. That was fun. Oh, yeah. That we, we came back and we went to Rutland and discussed it and everything else. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, Halloween specials are always fun. Where you do your little magical. Things. Oh yeah. Yeah. And spells, and we, we do some spells. crazy stuff. Right? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry we didn't bring, uh, you know, uh, Mary Mary Guana. Mary Guana. Yeah, we should have brought her show, in for the yeah. last show, but uh, that's terrible. Mary Guana, the Iguana. So, anyways, we want to thank you guys for uh, tuning in. And, uh, USS Salem was cool. Oh, the USS oh, Salem. Yeah, Santa Claus says Zach USS Salem. Zach and Russ really enjoyed the USS Salem. You know, I, I felt really bad. I mean, those who didn't see what happened on the USS Salem. I mean, it was poor Zach. Zach was like laying on the cold metal <laughs> with a with a boom mic, a boom hold, mic. holding it up, and uh, you know trying to do it on it. And uh, poor yeah. Zach. <laughs> we put we put him through uh, we put him through hell. But if anybody has missed any of our fabulous, wonderful shows, they are mm-hmm. all at www.ebctv.org in our archives mm-hmm. on the uh, video on demand. It's www. 
E B C T. Oh, I'm sorry. Dot. <laughs> dot. dot. Don't dot. forget the, the dot. The dot. <laughs> but um, and you can listen to all our shows because we not only do this live show, video show, we mm-hmm. do the three internet radio shows, and those are at toginet.com. Yeah, sure. Um, or iTunes. You, iTunes. Yep, you can subscribe to iTunes, iTunes and be so. one of the 113,000 downloaders <laughs> that are crazy enough to listen to them. Uh, but anyways, that was good. So we uh, we uh, ran out of time uh, on the show, which is why we're winging it a little bit here tonight. Well, we... We underestimated our time. Yes. But, uh... I mean, it's a pretty long script if you're looking at it. It's like, it's quite a bit. So why don't we say goodbye? We can be a couple minutes shy. We can. As much as we love all our people, I'm sure that they don't want to hear us. One thing they didn't show, wait a minute, one thing that we didn't show, and we should show, is that we did some super sound effects right here. And this over here was my sound effect table. Where I made all these fabulous sound effects, like the cab. Most of them came from an iPad. There's a cabby thing. Oh, and, yeah. And, and sound we, all, we had the wonderful popping bottle. We're out of green screen for this. There you go. <laughs> I green screen matches and pouring wines and shoes and presents, which we ripped the hell out of. We threw on the floor. Oh, yeah. I would have liked to have ripped one of those open, but you kept the tea itself. What are we doing? Wait a minute. You want to rip one open? Yes. Give me it. Yeah. Everybody have sweet potato chips. Merry Christmas. Oh, my goodness. This is my dream. I want to rip some. All right. So, in that case, there's nothing else. So in that case, that's the way we're going to wind it up. It's a box. Thank you so much. <laughs> All I ever wanted is an empty box. <laughs> and children you know, you know, <laughs> Sam, how, how appreciative we were back in the old days is that my parents would always, not stockings, they would always put some little coins in and they would put an orange in it and I always got the same damn snow globe. Can I say damn or is that? No, you're not supposed to say that either. Oh, oh okay. That same snow globe uh, every year, she would, and every Christmas they'd put it away and they'd put it back in the stock and they got the same. <laughs> Here you go again. Right. Oh, nice. Well, okay. let's say goodnight. Say goodnight. So let's go out singing. No. We need to wrap it up. Please, Ryan's telling us to wrap it up. All right, so it's time. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. On behalf of all of us. And Merry oh, Christmas. Happy three-year anniversary, and we hope that all of you have a fantastic Christmas, New Year, whatever holiday you celebrate. Hanukkah, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. 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 There you go. Merry Christmas, Hanukkah, 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 H